Kings and Queens, man. Y'all already know how we coming, man. It's your boy, Ja Pat. Family is your boy, B. Mr. Love is Love. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Say. And, and this, this is, is a Still Shop and Still podcast. Yeah, man. We just three brothers from Brooklyn, New York, man. Yeah, we from the towns. And we just build this platform from learning from each other, building from each other, and being a better self today than yesterday. Hold on, no King. You got to get him the spin, though. Nah, I got you, big bro. So I'm sure people heard of... Iron Shop is Iron or Still Shop and Still. Our main goal at Still Shop is Still is just to define the phrase a little bit more and just to expound on black excellence and black victory on all horizons. Make sure y'all rate, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that like button. Still Shop and Still is not only a podcast, it's a lifestyle. Kings and Queens, welcome back. This is your boy John Pat, and we are here at the Still Shop and Still Show, season three. And today we got two wonderful, incredible individuals. Absolutely. Talk about it. But first and foremost. <laughs> you know the vibes. Talk, Your boy, talk. Mr. Love is Love. Family, if you didn't do it already, please hit that subscribe button. You know whatever you learn. You know whatever you get from us, you learn and you grow with it. Whatever we get from you, we learn and we grow with it as well. Like, comment, and share, guys. Today, like I said, we're going to send our just undefined gratitude for y'all even pulling up today. But first and foremost... Let the world know who you guys are. Okay, peace, y'all. My name is Asanara. Um, I am wife to Chef Diggity Don, and Woo! we are the co-owners of Flavor Town LLC. Talk about it. This is the... <laughs> so, Chef Don, uh, private plant-based chef, alkaline mm -hmm. chef. I do a lot of private caterings, uh, private dinners, mm -hmm. meal prep services, uh, holistic liberty and the husband to Sandra. <laughs> this is beautiful. You see this black love right here? Give it up for black love. Give it up for black love. And today we want to definitely just speak about wealth, health, and self. Mm -hmm. But first, um, let us know, let the world know, let the Still Shop and Still community know how you guys got started, you know, your adolescence to like your alkaline journey. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so matter of fact, I'll give you I'll be more direct with you, so we're gonna go straight into it. As a kid, what genre of food you was like was normalizing your household? Uh everything. We ate everything, nothing was off limits. Um, anything from pork to Lego my ego, you feel me, and everything in between that. So we yeah, we grew up on any and everything beef. All types of meat, um, dairy product, you know, the typical what we define as soul food, which needs mm -hmm. some refining. Yeah. Um, but the typical black people soul food, fast, convenient, fast food, corner store, the whole deal. <laughs> it's funny, we just had a podcast too, virtual podcast. I talk about it. And she basically was saying like all these foods that we've been eating at a young age and things that we was raised on, that shit is killing us. Uh, so we won't get right into it. Mm -hmm. Um, so you was raised on this soul food as well. What about you, Chef, for the most part? Soul food, everything, mm -hmm. man. My mom was actually my inspiration when mm -hmm. it comes to cooking. My mom was pretty much the, the chef of the family, mm -hmm. um, very reliable cook. So whenever family events was going on, she was the one Sunday dinner, she mm -hmm. was the one. Um, so I grew up in that house. So every day I had Italian, I had soul food, I had Caribbean, mm -hmm. my family's from Jamaica. Um, so I had it all. I had it all. America, whatever you want to call it, I had it all. And she throwed down. And she just <laughs> throwed down. Shout out to Mama Love. Shout out to Mama Love. love. To mama love. So for me, it was it was just whatever she cooking. You know, mm -hmm. it was time to eat. Mm -hmm. um, as far as like uh, it's it's kind of like pretty much the the food that I was. Eating. I didn't know so much as far as like if it was healthy or not. Okay, because I was an athlete. So a lot of times I eat and I'm running straight outside. Mm -hmm. So I didn't I didn't really experience any type of um, build up build up or reaction mm -hmm. anything like that. I feel that though. Yeah, yeah that's so tough. Just understanding that the, the the diet and everything like that wasn't it wasn't good because I was athlete. So it was like you know I'm going to practice eating McDonald's after that. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My boy said eating McDonald's yeah, after that. Burn right. right after practice. Nah, so I, I was right there. You don't get time right for your body to react. Yeah. For the most part so let me ask y'all um what what made y'all into this journey like what what was that motivation what what day spearheaded for y'all to become alkaline and take this journey head on yeah. health man health um gracefully so i didn't have any type of ail ail ailments 
to to force my way this way. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But um, it was a decision, just me cooking, and I just realized like this ain't it. And I just had to ask myself because I was coming into ancient history, learning things, learning how how we eat as Black people, and I just realized that what we eating now is not what we ate back in the, in ancient times or even. Yeah, 100, 200 years ago, you can go as far back as you want if you want to, you know, just to do the history. But I just realized that this wasn't it. So I did my own research and I started asking myself why, you mm-hmm. know, and pretty much led me to to plant-based diet, mm-hmm. you know, and I put two and two together with how our body is biologically made up and what's best for our biological makeup as melanated beings. Mm-hmm. And the result is a plant-based diet. So mm-hmm. after that, I said, Boom. So, so, yeah, so, <laughs> so plan based, right? And Asano, I want to um hear your um journey as well. But you, like, what get, got you into that journey? And like, define plan based for me as well, mm-hmm. if you can. Tell the people. Yeah. Um. Well, there's that difference of being like vegan, plant based, and alkaline. Okay. Um. I would say personally, well, with him, it was very much he got the knowledge and applied it like next day, like he was cutting it off. Um, for me, it was much more gradual. So it was my sophomore year of college mm. when everything kind of changed. Like I, I, you know, cut off my perm kind of mm. thing. Um, red meat just fell out of my diet. Right so my diet was changing by things just falling out. I never necessarily made a decision that I was going to be vegan as mm. of tomorrow. Um, but red meat was the first to go. Then chicken went, um, dairy went, and fish was actually the last thing. Wow. And so I allowed myself, I gave myself that grace in order for me to transition that way. Um... So, so it was a gradual for the most part. Yeah, it was part. more gradual with me. Um, but once I was plant-based, I was plant-based. Because I, I allowed myself, if I wanted it, then mm-hmm. I had it. Because I knew that it was going to come to a place when I didn't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I knew I didn't want it anymore because I had salmon in my fridge. This was in college. I had wow. salmon in my fridge and I never ate it. It went bad. So it was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm done with salmon. And so I gave myself that grace and allowed it to just kind of fall out of my life. Mm-hmm. So um, here's that you absolutely have to acknowledge yourself first mm-hmm. and understand how you operate and how you eat and 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 once you understand that then you gradually make the up the the, the necessary mm-hmm. adjustments mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it sounded like you you was able to understand self first right. which is right. important and, and, then it, and it forces you to develop a relationship with your body okay. like i always tell my clients um or for example i had a family member right who couldn't get off the Pepsi kind of thing, right? And so one time I bought him just gallons of juices, like a watermelon juice, apple ginger, and just kind of said, hold it down, just try that out. And so a couple of days later, he went back to the Pepsi and his body completely reacted. Like his body rejected it completely. He had, you know, had to catch his breath kind of thing. And so now it forces you to develop a relationship with your body. Mm -hmm. Now your body is telling you it doesn't want it anymore. So you cannot listen, but your body will reject it. So now he knows I can't do it even if I wanted to. So it, it forces you to really get in tune with yourself. So let's talk yeah. about that. Like, so you speaking about dying and, and when you change the habit of how you eat everything, your body reacts, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you like understand your, like, how do you know when your body's reacting and when something's not good and when something is good? I mean, your body tells you in every Everything, way, yeah, every yeah, way, from you yeah. sweating, um, breaking out, where really? you're breaking out, um, it's always correlated nice. to an organ. Talk about so, it. So, for example, like your reproductive organs are here, right? So if you're breaking out around the mouth, that means something with the reproductive organs. The liver is kind of up here in the forehead. So where you're breaking out on your face lets you know. Um, lungs and kidneys, it it's literally correlated to your face. Um the way you smell when you urinate, you right. know, defecate using the bathroom. It should not be this foul, like, ooh, so right. who fought it? Like, it, should, it shouldn't be that kind ooh. of deal. Um, so it's, your body is telling you all the time. Yeah. Most of the time we're ignoring it. But your body is telling you every day. <laughs> that, you, that that you need a cleanse, not to every cut you out. Day. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you come out the womb, your body Literally. is telling you. Is it from a newborn to adult to elder, your body is mm-hmm. always going to be talking to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're diabetic, your pee is going to be sweet. It's going to smell sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you have a, a clogged up colon, that's why when you're moving your bowel, you might smell something because you mm-hmm. have food that's rotting inside your, co- inside your colon. Mm-hmm. So it's just listening. What, what's some body. foods that can rot in your colon? Like, what's some foods that's... Name foods that's damaging to the black community that we eat normally. Meat. Meat. <laughs> God damn. Processed foods. Yes. Um, Sugar, mm-hmm. okay. sugar, white sugar, white sugar 
is the number one death of us black people. Yes. Yeah, it leads to high um, obesity and leads to everything. 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 It's and sugar. when you and when you really understand the power of sugar and how detrimental it is to our human body, you will see why it's used in every single everything. thing. They spray sugar on cigarettes. Mm -hmm. They put sugar in bread. They put sugar in and anything, anything you just look look at the ingredients, it's gonna be sugar. Cereal, if you're waking up every day in the morning eating cereal, the first thing you eat digestion is a bowl full of sugar. Would you would you consider mood swings a fact? Or is that like the body is just reacting to a shortness of sugar? Hmm. A shortage of sugar, forgive me. That's a good question. Um that might be parasites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mood swings yeah. Is, is definitely parasites. Um and that usually happens when you're having a parasite pass through your kidney. Mm -hmm. So once it passes through your kidney, it's going to affect your mood because now it's pretty much a war going on mm -hmm. in your body. So, so mood swings correlate obviously with the things that you consume and devour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Correct? Mm -hmm. So um, speaking about just consumption, right? And you speaking about meat, that's the thing that the black community, we need to stop, right? Let me ask y'all just to spin it a little bit. How was y'all transition, especially for you, Asana Rock? Mm -hmm. You said that you ate, your last stop was pescatarian, mm -hmm. and then after that, you wasn't looking back. So talk about more so, like, the steps you took to go into that alkaline journey, and mm -hmm. what happened? Uh, to get to the alkaline journey, that was definitely king. Um, he <laughs> brought that home. Talk about it. But yeah. that's how he is. That's like, he is. gets the knowledge and just like, all right, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. It's like, and I was not very happy at first. <laughs> I will say that. I was mm -hmm. I was pushing back a little bit. Um, but you you know, you let you let the king lead and, and it was the best decision we made. So I have no complaints. Um <sighs> Yeah, because we pretty much was going off each other. Yeah. Cause um she was vegetarian before me. Mm -hmm. I was still eating meat. So mm -hmm. I'm showing her my chef profile. Like I got oxtails, mm -hmm. I got stewed chicken, mm -hmm. I got curry, I got all this, and she's just like, no, no, no reaction. <laughs> like, no good. No, no way. No reaction. So I was like, all right, maybe she don't eat meat. And then mm -hmm. come to find out, it was like, nah, she, you know, she was a vegetarian. So I was like, okay, cool. But that's one thing too. When a woman is leading as well, men, we follow. Mm -hmm. If a woman's on a holistic, healthy lifestyle, we're going to follow. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're going to come to us with a smoothie. Mm -hmm. To us, we're going to be like, I'm going to the gym. I look strong. I feel strong. Mm -hmm. We're thinking logically. Women, they're, they're more in tune with the body. So they know, like, all right, this is what we should be doing. I feel better. You know, and the way they, their body is made up, they're more in tune. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was like, all right, whatever she's doing, it must be right. Mm -hmm. So we, then I went vegetarian. Um, I had a pescatarian phase as well, but that didn't last too long because of the source. Mm -hmm. I'm a person who always asks questions, mm -hmm. and if I couldn't find an answer, then there's some suspicion. So what's so what's so this is the thing, you know, this is the thing, right? We from Brooklyn, New York, and um, shout out to everybody from Brooklyn doing our thing. Right, Black up. Victory. <laughs> when you ate, like, cause I eat salmon all the time. Mm -hmm. I eat bass, salmon. What's wrong with that? Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with it until you eat it. Mm -hmm. Until you eat Ain't it. Ain't nothing wrong with it until and you eat it. And that's a reference from Dr. Melanie Stevenson, the wife of the late doc, the late and great Dr. Africa. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much, you just say, I'm going to just put myself in a position. Um, I ask myself, where is this fish coming from? Mm -hmm. if, it's if it's Alaskan salmon, Alaska is where? All the way, not north northwest. It's like, above Canada, you know? So how is that fish coming from there all the way to New York City? And then on top of that, it's all over the United States. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? How are you transporting it? How much fish is there to even, being how it's being preserved? Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a lot of miles mm -hmm. to get that fish to hit. And you know, you just you just start to do that research and look in, you'll find what you're seeking. Mm -hmm. So over time with that miles that the fish is being transported, what is what what is happening to the fish? My thing is, is it even coming from Alaska? Mm -hmm. Or how is that? You know, what is the 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 the, the procedure that like? So it was more so it was more so curiosity for the both of you guys exactly. that like made y'all lead to that next decision. Mm -hmm. Like, where is these things come to source? Like you said, mm -hmm. right. it's too many hands on it. Too many, too hands, many on hands on it. Then, yeah. That was just one question, and then you start to think about the biological makeup of your body, and the mercury is no good, mm -hmm. especially for women. 
Mm. Too much mercury is no good. Mm. So like, so too much eating tuna sandwich is not good. And on top of that, <laughs> yeah. when we get the fish, it's usually in those cans. Yeah. But see, this is the thing though. So like, you you guys have the alkaline flavor town, right? Now, all these foods that we've been eating as black people, like you said, is not good. The sauce is not mm -hmm. well, right? We normally, as growing up in the hood from Brooklyn, we eat what? Bacon, eggs, and, and cheese, cheese, right? Mm -hmm. How could we change that alternative? Like, what do we do instead of eating that? Fruit. Eat some mm -hmm. fruit. And you said before, you said eggs is what is this? Eggs is, is this contains the same amount of cholesterol mm -hmm. and damage as a pack of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So it was a, one egg is equivalent to smoking 10 cigarettes. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, mm -hmm. it's like... It's, it's not good. But also, really, what it comes down to, all the food that we eat and all the food that we're accustomed to and we grew up eating, like I said before, it's not our diet, but where that diet came from. Mm -hmm. It's a standard American diet. So a standard mm -hmm. American diet is not us. Especially when it comes to black people, melanated people, exactly. people of African descent. It's not, it's not our culture. It's, it's not, not normalized. Not so when we eat in these foods that's not contained in water and oxygen, exactly. we, we, we be killing our body. Like, yeah. like literally, mm -hmm. literally. Every single day. And they just collecting that check. You go mm -hmm. to that grocery store, they just taking your money. They don't care about your health. You know what I'm saying? That's why healthy food is at a premium. That's why it is sold at a higher price. Yeah, money makes mm -hmm. the world go around. Are you, so are you familiar with more of a, aside from the, the Western kind of, how can I say Curriculum? It? Curriculum for food and everything. Is there a, another type of curriculum, healthier type of curriculum? The African holistic diet. Yeah. Okay. So, so speak about the African yeah, talk about diet. it. talk about it. Well, there's a book that I recommend every melanated being to get this book, mm -hmm. African Holistic Health by Dr. Africa. Right on. It's, you could get it on Amazon. I would recommend to get it directly from, from the site. Website, yeah. Um, just to send the, 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 the support. Yeah, support the black business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Support it. Um, it's about $30, maybe $30. Okay. Um, and it's about 600 pages. And it's literally, it teaches you every single thing about your body, mm -hmm. about the food that you eat, was the food that we grew up eating that may be wrong, mm -hmm. why it's wrong, and mm -hmm. also tells you why we didn't eat these foods. So for instance, like soul food, we have the hand, right? We have mm -hmm. the honey hand. Thanksgiving, that's the first thing you think about Thanksgiving. Honey mm -hmm. hand, with the pineapple, all that, the syrup and all that. But um, the holistic thing about that is the only reason why it was passed on generation to generation mm -hmm. was because like slave food, right? Right on. But what we did as slaves, when we wasn't slave, we wasn't slave, we was enslaved. Mm -hmm. What we did was we put clove in the ham, right? Because our ancestors knew that ham is full of worms. A pig is nine, over 90% worms. Parasitic worms. worms. Absolutely. So if you leave a ham out, it's gonna, worms are going to come out. So if we're eating that food as being forced upon us to eat on the, on the plantation, we put clothes in because the worm is going to come up and the clothes are going to attack the worm. Mm -hmm. So that's the only way they were able to eat it. And on top of that, they was eating greens. They eat a lot of, but that part they leave out. Mm -hmm. We took the soul food as far as the back, all the, the, the parasitic foods, but we left out the greens. So I answered, they was eating that forcefully, mm -hmm. but they also remained in the Africanistic mind to eat the greens, to balance that out, mm -hmm. to fight that. So you have the dandelion greens, you have um, the root, the dandelion root, so they knew all that. So they would take that from the plantation as they're growing to eat the food that they know that's, that's gonna be detrimental to their body. So we have to remove that part and get back to the green mm -hmm. part and bring that back. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like black, I'm gonna let you go sister as well, Brian as well. But it kind of goes back to like black people getting our hands back on agriculture to the mm -hmm. most of our ability. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, just, just really an ode to the ancestors, like really mm -hmm. doing something by force. And just like you said, they would pour that honey on it to make the worms come out. Mm -hmm. And then that clove would kill it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So this, this is how advanced we were. You know what I mean? It wasn't something like, oh, and then my grandmother said, for flavor, the yeah. it wasn't for flavor. Mm -hmm. It was to get the worms out and yeah. then kill it with the clove Very so that key. they can actually eat it. Absolutely. And then they had all those greens to provide them with the fiber to push it out. Okay. So it wasn't something that they were proud to ingest. They were mm -hmm. focused on getting it out of oh, them as quickly yeah. as possible. Okay. So, and, and we, you know, took it and, and tried to reclaim but it see, into they, something positive. They, they don't tell you about that because it's crazy because I'm really well with black history and you know, there's always room for growth. But like they leave that part out about the mm -hmm. green, so I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Before I dive in really to the question I wanted to ask, 
What's up, family? Make sure you guys like, rate, and share this episode. And make sure before you go anywhere to follow Flavortown underscore NYC and also Asana Rahalistic Care underscore. Do you recall, um, how can I say it, the African holistic agenda? Uh, like the full pyramid? The full pyramid, yeah. Do you recall it? Uh, yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. what is 70% greens, mm-hmm. 15% protein, and 15%, um, what is it? 15% greens. Got the they side. got the legumes in there. Legumes. Um, fruits. Fruits. Um, so pretty much is that what you you would eat more greens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much as far as like a pyramid. It's more yeah. about a lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. more, it's more like a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more as like a, a lifestyle, like I said. So, Get the book. It's, yeah. the book again? Yeah. African Holistic Health. Mm-hmm. African Holistic oh, Health. Like, like, and, and I definitely, I want to just spin everything back. So going back to the hand, the club, and the, the clove. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to spin going back to like Thanksgiving. And, you know, us as black people, when it comes to these holidays, we normally eat, what, ham, mm-hmm. turkey. Mm-hmm. So in your household, right, we're going to dive in, right? You guys, kings and kings and queens, king and queen. When you have Thanksgiving, you you have your family and you have kids, right? How are you gonna like? What is that Thanksgiving gonna look like? How can line like talk mm-hmm. about that part? Because that shit is hard to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we won't be celebrating Thanksgiving. All right. Well, definitely. <laughs> that's, that's, that's first and foremost, talk talk your African um, shit. But then no not, let's not say Thanksgiving when you're gonna create a huge meal. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, well, they call us Flavortown, right? And so what we realize is that you're not missing the texture, it's the flavor you're missing. Flavor. And I think it gets back to the question of the bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, you're not missing the texture of bacon, you just want that bacon flavor. Mm-hmm. And so it comes to seasonings, like knowing how to season your food. Like, you could take one mushroom and use in sea vegetables, make it shrimp or fish. Mm-hmm. And then use in you know, uh, your Mexican kind of seasonings that'll make it a fajita and then using your chicken kind of flavorings that'll make it chicken. So make me hungry. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the flavor that you're looking for. It's yeah. not, it's not the texture. Um, so we just substitute. So instead of potato in our potato salad, it's borrow banana. You know what I mean? So we're still having potato salad. <laughs> it it's just looks different. That's yeah. all it is, fam. It's just substituting. It's substituting. Yeah. Um, making an alternative, making an adjustment. Just Literally. making an alternative. Mm-hmm. The same with how we do with everything else on the outside world. We need to do that on that plate. Mm-hmm. It's like substituting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty Before. much what it is. Um, same thing, mac and cheese. But instead of using cheese, which is infested with pus, mm-hmm. and, that hormones. hormones and all that you just make your own cheese mm-hmm. and how you do that you, you know you could get some butternut squash mm-hmm. uh, mix it with some coconut milk sea salt onion mm-hmm. powder lime juice blend that up there you go you got so you just, is it substitute and it's a little more harder mm-hmm. as far as like the labor because mm-hmm. you can't go in the grocery store and just get what you want and just yeah, it's more of a challenge it's like but they the accessibility make yeah. yeah they make it that way no yeah. i get it like what are some good alternatives for like a more healthier diet more importantly more energy for, for a more energized body as far as like fruits that's high in nutrition hmm. yeah i would say definitely fruits with the high water content mm-hmm. so um, watermelons melons any type of melons um I would say your citrus fruits, um, all, all fruit. Fruit is just... Is, is, so yeah. this is my question with fruits, right? We just had this recent podcast, right? Is it a such thing of too much natural sugars? If you, on your couch, eating fruits all the time, yeah. you need to get up, need to right? Get like up. it's a lifestyle. Like you can't just be eating and then sitting down. You still need to work it off. So mm-hmm. it's natural sugar. It's made for you to use. Mm-hmm. And so that's why after you eat fruit, you get that immediate boost of energy mm-hmm. so that you can use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's why Gatorades have fruit juice. Mm-hmm. That, it's not fruit juice, but that's why all the sports drinks and things are flavored by fruits. Mm-hmm. Every drink that you drink is flavored after a fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why, because they, they take the, it's the science, right? It's, it's really food science. So they take the food science and they make it to a Western way and a Western way of thinking mm-hmm. rather than keeping it in its natural state. Mm-hmm. So they take the fructose and make it high fructose corn syrup. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But all you need is the fructose. All you need the fructose oh, is just money making. Yeah. 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 So they take that and make a syrup of it and then put that mm-hmm. in everything, or thinking it's going to give it the same amount like of energy. You see a drink like Tropicana, they'll have, they'll say Tropical Punch, 
or it will say st strawberry punch, but it'll be strawberry concentrate, mm -hmm. not strawberry juice. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the juices, it's going to say contains 10% juice. Mm -hmm. How Which is that is possible? Strange. Yeah, <laughs> is that possible? I mean, but you know, it's crazy growing up when you look behind the car and of, of a lot of juices, you mm -hmm. see these things mm -hmm. and we scared to ask ourselves, like, where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. I think that's the problem. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Because you don't want to know the truth. You don't, people are scared of the, the truth, unknown. but of the unknown. Mm -hmm. And we also assume the best. That's us with our African heart. Like, we mm. assume the best of people. So when we see something that says pineapple juice, mm. we think, think it's, it's going to be 100% yeah. pineapple juice until you actually look at it and you see citric acid, absorbic acid, and all this all stuff All these isms. I'll just be like, no, for real. when yeah. it gets, get, like you said, the main source of yeah. food. Just um, get back to the original Gatorade. Uh, now you just want coconut water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to interject with Gatorade because there's so many different ways you can get electrolytes, if I'm mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. pardon me absolutely, like that. Absolutely, absolutely. But I do want to ask you really quick, my fault be, um, I definitely want to ask y'all, you know, you guys being a black couple and having, you know, mm -hmm. black love and stuff, let's say you do have a kid, right? Like, what advice you give to that alkaline couple if they have kids? Are they eating McDonald's? Mm -hmm. Are they eating fruits? Like, how is how is that journey? Like, are you taking that away from them, like them being a kid? Mm -hmm. Okay, first, yeah. first. Uh, <laughs> I always wanted to know that though, because it's like you a kid. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very. It's, it's, it's an interesting conversation. Very sensitive. Um, right. Um, <laughs> I would say first and foremost, shout out to our family, Surviving Vegan. Yeah. You know, if y'all not following them, follow yeah. Surviving Vegan because yeah. they're doing it. They yeah. have she be, a family. She be in my ass. Yes, I go on the gram. I be like, yeah, I'm not eating that today. Yeah. Every time, and <laughs> Every she give it to you raw, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if y'all saw the um video they had on giving their children Chick-fil-A just as an experiment. They literally just bought Chick-fil-A home. It's like, look, we're not vegan no more. You know, like if you want to partake, go ahead. And they all were like, stop, like get this away from like, wow. stop playing. Like they took offense to it. It was literally yeah. like, get this away from me. So I think with kids, we have to give them a lot more credit than we do. Um, First and foremost, we'll be teaching them their history so that they can kind of know where they come from. And if they know who they are, then that instills like a pride and a dignity within them in which they won't want to compromise that with processed foods. Mm -hmm. um, so that's first and foremost, just to give them that basis. But I think it's also, it's the culture and it depends on what they what they pride themselves on. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of kids, they if they pride themselves on being cool and being down, right, then they would want to go to McDonald's with their friends. But mm -hmm. if they pride themselves on being African and, and loving themselves and loving their body and loving their skin and how they look, they'll know that eating that is going to compromise that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just kids know what's best for them. Um, and we know, and we just have to form that communication, you know yeah. what I mean, with Building them for them culture. to understand why we're doing it, not just saying this is what we're doing. Because uh, when we do and we tell them that why you get the situation like surviving mm -hmm. vegan and they're like get this away from me it's So the it's the knowledge. Yeah, just to um, piggyback off what you were saying as far as pride So would you consider um black people just not even just black people, but just because we keep it in real culture mm -hmm. But um black people just normalizing uh, What is that? What is that normalizing? Like settling for things. You get what I'm saying? Just normalizing like I don't I, I see <laughs> what you're saying but that's coming from what she was saying and how you, you piggyback on that, on grace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's you having grace for our people. Mm -hmm. And we really got to understand it's not us. We're not choosing this. We're being forced from the moment we come out the womb mm -hmm. and it's generation after mm -hmm. generation after generation. So the same foods that we're eating now was the plan of the Western method. It's the the Western agenda. Method yep. The agenda to get us... We're just the aftermath. 100%. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, just to go off of what you said, it's like, we, 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 we not settling for it, but we was, it was forced onto us. Mm -hmm. And I can't fault you for that. I can't mm -hmm. fault no one for mm -hmm. that at the same time. However, I could fault you for not being aware mm -hmm. of it and, and moving on from right. it. You right. know what I'm saying? Because right. that's what that's the, and it goes back to just black people just normalizing and mm -hmm. settling for yes. things. Mm -hmm. But you then again, though, sometimes black people being aware of it, some black people don't have access to even certain education to even know what it is. Some black people just don't know sometimes. And I think that's a problem. And they go well. back to having right. cultural big bro, having pride and setting high yes. standards. And once yeah. you set high standards and you, you have pride in yourself, now you just, that that curiosity and the, the, the creativity that black people naturally have, mm -hmm. it just propels, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, it starts emerging and we start looking into things that's differently. That's, yeah. Yeah, differently. We start right. seeing mm -hmm. things differently instead, instead of normalizing 
what everybody else is doing. Yeah, I tell people all the time, like, if black people want to go anywhere, and this is, like, of course, on all levels, we got to go back. Like, we got to we gotta go back. You have to. We got to go back. Simple. We got to know where we come from. We got to know the worth. We got to hold that pride because our indigenous ways, we'll look at ourselves and see how keen we were at a young in those times mm -hmm. and just appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So us as black people, if we want to go far, far, we got to go back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Simple as that. Simple as that. That's bringing the principle. I said, yeah. real talk. Mm -hmm. So with that, it's like we got to really understand the attack on our people, mm -hmm. right? Because that's, that's what it is. We eat every single day. That is a privilege mm -hmm. to eat every mm -hmm. single mm -hmm. day. Talk. So we, if if you talking about an attack on black people, how can we attack them? What they do, you know, what what they do every day, they eat. So let's get their food. Mm -hmm. Let's control their food mm -hmm. and study them. Study their. If you knew what it means to be a melanated being, mm -hmm. you would not be eating the foods that you see that mm -hmm. is normalized. Period. Yeah, and and you have to go back. Like yeah. we knew how. Just how sourceful, how impactful melanin was by itself. Alone. That right there is just a whole conversation. Yeah, everything. I mean, what is the great uh, Ababa Infudishi says? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Infudishi. Um, if y'all don't know, but definitely look him yeah, up. But he, I mean, heavy <laughs> hitter. Like, I'm talking, like, yeah, he just keeps going. Um, but he, you know, we were, we have class with him and we were listening to one of his classes and he was saying, we're the best of the best, the best genetically. Like us black people still being here right now, like sitting on this couch, we're mm -hmm. the best of the best. So for our ancestors that have been enslaved, a lot of them died during the Middle Passage on that boat coming here. You feel me? And then by the time they got here, a lot of them died through the diseases that the Wazungus introduced. Mm -hmm. And then while being here, a lot of them died during the generation. So for us to be yeah. sitting here right now, yeah, we're genetically the survi survival of the fittest, what Darwin says, we're the best of the best. The best, of the best. But we're out here looking the worst of the, the worst. worst. And it's mm -hmm. crazy. And I just gave myself chills with that. Because yeah. I'll never forget seeing a meme on Instagram that was like, oh, if her arms don't look like this, I don't want the mac and cheese. Talking about those elbows. Oh, the elbows and you feel? Yeah. It's like, but mm. the mac and cheese is the reason that her arms look like that. You feel? So it's just like, we're not putting two and yeah. two together. Even to piggyback on that, 1997, I believe, the movie Soul Food. Y'all remember the movie Soul Food mm -hmm. with the gay fox? Mm -hmm. At the end, he's one of the family to come in. Mm -hmm. We all missed that whole message of that movie. It just went right over my head. Give me, give me, give me the message. Big I'm... Mama, right? We all got Big Mama. Everybody mm -hmm. know Big Mama, mm -hmm. right? Big Mama was in the hospital for the food that she was eating. They mm -hmm. amputated her leg. Diabetes. From diabetes. And then when she passed, at the repass, you eat the same food that gave her the diabetes mm -hmm. to get her arms amputated, her mm -hmm. leg amputated, and she's no longer there. That's the cycle that we mm -hmm. keep repeating. This is 1997. Yeah, what do we do now, 2021? You know, this is a movie that's in our culture that we are going to see, mm -hmm. that is being sold to us mm -hmm. with propaganda, that we don't see that message, but yet we just see the food. It's like, man, I'm mac and cheese. We just see the mood, the entertainment of mm -hmm. things rather than the, than the real message. Mm -hmm. And we normalize it. Like yeah. we think our elders supposed to be sick. You feel me? Like they're always a part of getting mm -hmm. old. No, it's not. It's, it's not funny true. that you spoke about that queen because me and my, um, me and my lady speak about like, wanting to be desiring to be 60 70 years old like dr cb said when you're 70 years old that's your middle age that's really your middle age. that's really your middle age so like living and having that health still and acquiring that health i really want that but it's hard it is so much distraction i say that all the time on this podcast still sharp still like it's so much distractions but the discipline the consistency like shout outs to y'all Y'all giving out um every like when y'all was doing your um the menu flavor town like y'all giving these great foods to the community is giving us the opportunity to be aware. So that's we really, applaud y'all. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Cause that's that's my way to connect. You know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna sit here and and just be on some like yo this is what you're supposed to be. It's not now I'm gonna show you the alternative. Like look, mm -hmm. it tastes just like it, right? Mm -hmm. Cause that's what it is. It's the flavor. Mm -hmm. We're not addicted to the food. Mm -hmm. If you go right now. Get a get a T bone steak and slap it on the front of the table. You ain't gonna eat that. Mm -hmm. you're, it's, gonna, it's the, you're gonna season it. Mm -hmm. You're gonna mm -hmm. bread it. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get this. Oh, I need this. I need that. I need that. And then you're gonna eat it. 
but you're not gonna eat it plain. Just like that. You're and that's what shows like, you you're not meant to you're eat not it. Meant to eat <laughs> it. <laughs> you can't have it raw, you're not meant to eat it. Because uh, we don't have uh, the same teeth that- We don't have the same teeth. We don't have the same- Digestive system. Digestive system. <clears throat> so our, our stomach flora. doesn't even produce the acid that is supposed to be used to break down that meat. Mm -hmm. You know how you can give food to a dog or something mm -hmm. and they just tear it up, they're good. But for us, we can't eat raw foods because mm -hmm. the acids in our body doesn't break it down. But after we eat it, our bodies being the most advanced technology mm -hmm. will adjust and adapt. Mm -hmm. It will adapt and mm -hmm. then it will start to produce the acid. But now producing the acid is actually detrimental to your body. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you say that just a piggyback on the body is not meant to eat. The alive body is not meant to eat dead food. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it just it just resonates a lot mm -hmm. with what you was just saying. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. I'll be scared. Yo, when you said that whole you can't eat raw, we don't eat raw foods. I'm just thinking about all the seasons that we put on, like when I'm making a burger, mm -hmm. when I'm making steak, mm -hmm. when I'm seasoning salmon, when I'm doing any seasoning, the, just the importance of the flavor and the herbs. That's the only thing we just really, that's the crazy part. But look, I definitely want to speak about this. Um, talk about Flavor Town, talk about, um, you know, we really specify on highlighting black victory and black businesses. Mm -hmm. So like, how has y'all journey been from the beginning of Flavor Town to now? Yeah, it's been amazing <laughs> because of support. Um, yeah, I definitely appreciate thanks, all the support. Give yeah. us all the support. Always came. Yes. Thanks to uh, Steel Shop and Steel. Always. Mm -hmm. um, but just the support, man. It, it takes a village. Um, you know, I'll say from beginning to now, it's just it's just the work and it's spreading the message mm -hmm. and you know creating that that accessibility just because like you could go to a corner store and get a bacon egg and cheese or you could come to a flavor time pop-up mm -hmm. and just just to get your foot just to start something mm -hmm. i received so many messages so many inspirational people like just saying like you know like i have a good friend of mine shout out to my friend dillion mm -hmm. he just started he just wrote his book <laughs> he wrote a children's book i yes. know i can and the reason why i'm, I'm shouting him out because he called me when he was transitioning, you know, and he was like saying like, you know, I want to do this vegan thing, you know, long story short, till now, years later, he's writing a book for his son on, on how to, you know, live a healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. for the kids. It's and like, for the kid, and that's yeah. what him. Shout out, shout, shout out, out to him, shout out to you, King, for, for um fulfilling your purpose and yes. building that machine of the future, you know, because that's very important. You spoke about that before on the, po on the podcast prior, like, you know, the youth is so important. Mm -hmm. Like, these households are so important because when I was a kid, I was only raised on bacon, eggs, and cheese, mm -hmm. chicken, fried chicken. But it's like yeah. that, those alternatives. I'm only looking for the flavor. 100%. That's crazy. Yeah. I, just, I just wanted to piggyback on, on what you were saying as far as um, just come to Flavor Town. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you connect with people. Right, right, right. Humbly, humbly, and graciously appreciate you. But attentively, bro. Attentively, bro. Every all the time. All the time. You are very attentive to to, to the community and you know what I'm saying. It is a big one. You know what I'm you educate us, you know what I'm saying? You 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 provide, you know what I'm saying, the, the things that we need to consume. And it's amazing. So I just wanted to ask you for the for the still show up and still community that's outside of Flavor Town's proximity. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Um, what <laughs> steps can people take to start cleansing their body? How can how do you recommend people to start like making small but effective dietary changes? Hmm. This is for both you guys too. Absolutely. No, I think that goes into what I was gonna say to what you said. Um, how I'm grateful to our supporters because our businesses have grown as we have evolved. Right on. Um, so, you know, right on. this you was what I was Chef Don Experience. I had a, yo, <laughs> shout out to, shout out to, shout, like, yeah. I'm going to interject Go really ahead. quick, Queen, but shout out to Chef Don. Um, since 2017, I had jackfruit and mac and cheese, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's when I was really aware of it's better foods out there. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do. But that's where we started. You feel me? He was cooking meat at first, and then that got out, and it was Chef Don Experience, which we were getting the vegan thing, and then Flavor Town from yep. the Alkaline. So we grew just like we grew. We grew. We, yeah. grew. we are trees. So Literally. We grow. We, I love that. We are all trees. Word. We all grow. Word. I like that. Word. So, like, just for that, too, 
you know, we always share our gratitude. We got way more questions, but first and foremost, we're going to give you some shirts for pulling up. Aww. We just love y'all so, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Flavor Town. I think that's for the missus. I yeah, the smallest for the missus. The largest for sure. Yeah. All right. I'm really appreciate you. Yeah, Thank still, you. Still, still. Always, yes, man, yes. always. And that's a big, big motto in my, in my household. Mm -hmm. Yes, like, he says it all the even, time. Even with y'all too. Yeah, well, even, but like I said, like I tell people all the time, not to judge, even before Still Shopper Still, like we developing this platform, it's something that we just trying to define a little bit more. So yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and which, what it is is that when you're saying Still Shopper Still, you're going to have uncomfortable conversations. Yes. It's not about it's just you're gonna have uncomfortable conversations. And when you have those uncomfortable conversations, we all gotta to come to agreement on what's true. Mm -hmm. It's not about who's right, who's wrong, mm -hmm. it's about what's true. Mm -hmm. And when you're speaking about truth, it's gonna be sometimes. You may have a disagreement with some, but as far as men, us being, some men being overly masculine, it might turn into a little argument. But the fact is, that's the process of still yes. sharpening the still. Yes. When you go to a mechanic or you go to a, 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 a hardware store, when they, grinding out that still it's a lot of sparks and fireworks that's the same thing as mm -hmm. a dialogue that's the sparks and the fireworks it takes time it takes patience mm -hmm. and it takes you to build continue to build and and, and to have a respect for one another mm -hmm. to come to a common space where y'all can leave there with a different perspective mm -hmm. because someone came with another perspective and now y'all come together and become one. Mm -hmm. You're talking the 42 principles yeah. of, of the Maya. And that right, oh my it's goodness, you're giving me chills, bro. It's a process, bro. Talk about it. Word. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so that's really what, and I say that because, you know, we all human, you know what I'm saying? So as I'm changing, of course, mm -hmm. my, my environment is changing, you know, my relations are changing. But at the same time, it's, it's more about what's best for us. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not thinking for me. I'm thinking for, for us. all of us. It's a bigger us. picture. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's, yes. it's deeper than us, it's bro. 100%. It's, it's deep, bro. And we always say that, bro. It's, it's not, it's not, still sharp, but still, it's not just me and you. Like, we came off this over ideation, three brothers coming together. But it's not just me and you. It's not for all, for, it's for all of us. Mm -hmm. It's a platform. It's a platform. For all of us. Mm -hmm. Creating that ecosystem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. It's a cycle. It has to get done. It has to get done. And when you when you do the history, when you look into history, you will see what worked and you will see what didn't. Mm -hmm. What worked is this. Yeah. When you look at Malcolm X, he was doing his his Word. gatherings and his talks was like this. Word. It wasn't he wasn't having no show. He wasn't having no he was come meet me here on one twenty fifth Street in Harlem. Mm -hmm. This is what we talking about. Yeah? And that's what it was. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You got um uh, what's his name? Fred Hampton. When you, when you, mm -hmm. Come on, now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we could definitely so, go with yeah. so many influences. Yeah. Like, I even the new the new influences. Like, you know, unfortunately, I try to look at black. When I look at black, like, if you do anything, I just applaud it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much controversials. Mm -hmm. You got people like Dr. Lamar Johnson, Farrakhan, and it's like people got so much perspective. And it's like, you know, life is about perspective, yeah. but if you black do anything, I'm just rocking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're excellent. Yeah, and we gotta chill with the ego. We gotta right? chill like, with the ego. Especially if mm -hmm. it's about our people, mm -hmm. that we take the best from each mm -hmm. other. What, if Fudishi says, if y'all only agree on three out of five things, mm -hmm. build on the three. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, if we need to be doing more of that. And, and get those two, not sorry, but those two, will make us divide. Yeah. Mm. So out of two things we disagree on, but three things we agreed on, we we had we had a difference, mm -hmm. and now we can't coexist, mm -hmm. and now we can't create a, a, a commerce within each other. Mm -hmm. That's that's incorrect. Mm -hmm. It's like all right, you like blue, I like red. Let's make purple. Right. You know what I'm saying? Word. Let's come together, and you bring your resource, I bring my resource, and we find a way to compromise mm -hmm. and, and come in agreement. Mm -hmm. so rather than. Uh, he ain't doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna look at somebody different if they come to Flavor Town and support and they eating meat. I'm not gonna look mm -hmm. at you. Oh, nah, you're not ready. Mm -hmm. Nah, nah, nah mm -hmm. I can't rock with you. Nah, that's, that's, you can't do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perspective, man. Mm -hmm. It's like back to what you said, Queen, about ego. And me and um, Love is Love talk about all the time, like crabs in a barrel. Mm -hmm. We always have that competitive mm -hmm. mentality yeah. as black people. Well, where, is that, where, does that where did that come from? from? The system, that science that they created amongst us, unfortunately. Because ain't supposed to be in no barrel. Talk about <laughs> it. Just it's just like, Talk about yeah, it. That's create an environment and you know the outcome. Mm -hmm. But we don't know the outcome because mm -hmm. we don't know the reality being created for us. We were born in we the environment. Born in projects 
you living on top of each other. Mm -hmm. What you think you're supposed to do mm -hmm. in a project when you got a chicken spot, a liquor store, and a, a supermarket that don't got nothing for you? Mm -hmm. What you think you're supposed mm -hmm. to do when you don't got jobs in the area? What you think you're supposed mm -hmm. to do? So you've become, you, that's the part of melanin that people need to understand. When it comes to the science of melanin, melanin is, is the, the, the cell that makes you adapt. Mm -hmm. To the weather, that's why we could get through the winter. We wasn't, mm -hmm. we're not built for the winter. The People don't know about the, uh, yeah. the Caucasus Mountains. If you really want to go there, yeah. you know, let's go there. But no, but no, like real shit. Like we gotta embrace yeah, our gotta really know what's going on yeah. and how we got here. Like mm -hmm. you said, the Caucasus Mountains. They lived on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Literally, they lived on top of each other. <laughs> they had no sunlight. They was living like cavemen. They was one that was um, curating meat and eating meat. Cannibalism. Cannibalism. Mm -hmm. That's they not how a culture. Eat woman, man. And mm -hmm. also too, eating woman. Eating, <laughs> not eating, no, not eating, <laughs> not eating women and both of y'all king and queen, but eating people. Eating people. Literally. But the fact that you chose the woman mm -hmm. shows mm -hmm. what you gonna do when you try to reproduce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You become a savage. Mm -hmm. And even even this war, like. Violence, that's not our culture. It's not, our it's culture. not black people. We are loving individuals. Love that's not overall. See, I was just talking about this on tour um, with some of my castmates. Like, just like, we we talk so much about cultural appropriation, right? And all mm -hmm. these white girls with cornrows mm -hmm. on their hair and mm -hmm. all this stuff. I mean, I look at that, I laugh. It's I think fetish. it's an honor. Like, it's, 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 it's fine. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that. But if we're talking about cultural appropriations, we're the greatest ones. Mm -hmm. Like we out here, the music, you feel mm -hmm. we're making music about shooting each other and, and sleeping with each other's wives. That's Roman culture. Mm -hmm. That's not our culture. Mm -hmm. And we've made it a part of our culture and we like, you know, it's for the culture. Whose culture? Yeah, it's, sure that's not how we move. And so we need the, as we're talking about something holistic, it starts with the food because that's going to help you see things differently. But it goes into, you know, the lotion you putting on your skin, like the toothpaste the you toothpaste using, you, use. you feel me, the music you listening to, yeah, the books you're reading. Okay, so it's crazy. We are, we are living in a consumerism society. Mm -hmm. Talk about and it. Is consumer. So if they could, that's why I said it's an attack on your melanin. Mm -hmm. They could, they come from all angles. Mm -hmm. Wake up, brush your teeth, mm -hmm. fluoride. Mm -hmm. What fluoride does? Decalcify. Decalcifies your pineal gland. Mm -hmm. So now you're walking outside with a decalcified pineal gland. You're going to school for eight hours in the penitentiary and no windows, no sunlight. Mm -hmm. You got recess for an hour. Mm -hmm. You're telling these kids they only can play for an hour. Mm -hmm. You're lining up, you in two lines, mm -hmm. going to a teacher with an instructor. That is preparing you for jail. Literally. That's the, if you look at schools, the public system. It's, it's, it's built the same it's way. built the same way. All them institutions, all them all public institutions. institutions. Yeah. All that. And we got to really understand that they are, it's an attack on mm -hmm. our people. And we need to understand it's not normalized for us. Let them normalize. If they want that, let them do that but for us we can't we, we can't know we have to stand up and, and fight back and even the best of the best schools like i graduated from the uncommon system mm -hmm. which is i mean our our scores are crazy mm -hmm. right but what was i learning like exactly. i didn't learn anything about myself mm -hmm. I, I learned how to memorize and regurgitate facts you know and i'm very good at that mm -hmm. but in terms of entrepreneurship we're not taught that in school mm -hmm. like we're taught to yeah. you feel me we're taught to go to school so you can get a good job yeah. like and that and that's about it. And, that's it and die you feel like that's literally it uh, and prepare for your death because once you hit a certain age it's 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 literally the culture like society once you hit a certain age we can look at um, the certain commercials that comes on the TV from like eight to one. And it's all death insurance, cause ain't no such thing as life insurance, death insurance, um, sick care, ain't no such thing as healthcare. You feel me? So it's literally, and these are when our elders are watching TV and all that they see on TV is you're about to die and this is how you prepare for it. Like literally thinking about the commercials that come when you're not, when you didn't go to school that day and you watching Maury and all those oh, commercials that, yeah. it's literally it's all about death insurance. Is like this is the culture. So it's just yeah. me. It's, it's the agenda that that's forced upon us, but it's about breaking the cycle and realizing. It. But I think going back, you know, knowing knowing where we come from, but it's yeah. hard. Like you wake up, you watch, whatever you turn on, you see. Mm -hmm. Like you said, from eight to mm -hmm. one. And you, the reason why it is hard is because it's not cool. Mm -hmm. There's no well, guidance. There's no guidance, mm -hmm. and it's not cool. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, like she was, what Queen was saying, she was saying how. We going you know, she went to school, she went to, you know, a, a nice prestigious school, mm -hmm. but what are you learning? So now on top of that, of us black individuals, we we strive and go to Harvard. We strive and go to Yale. We strive and go to all these Ivy League schools to learn their culture and we're not coming back to our neighborhoods to 
to build or, or create resources. Mm -hmm. We going to move to the white picket fence. Mm -hmm. And not to interject too. Yeah, you speaking about just um, like going to those Ivy League schools. Like people don't even know, like the first university was in Timbuktu ever, mm -hmm. like recorded in history. And it's like, I think going back to what David Bannon said, I kind of not agree 100% but I see where you're coming from. He said that like one of the things that the HBCUs was supposed to do was to re-engineer and reprogram how to be an African again. Yes. And if we had that, yes. that if we had that, we would have, you know, because where we came from is just, we lost so much. We lost so much. Believe it or not, um, H HSBCUs didn't have African um, majors. Mm -hmm. So Grandmaster Infobishi, mm -hmm. he, was, he, was, he was one of the first, he was a part of the revelation, the revolution to bring African studies into, um, I think it was Norfolk State mm -hmm. University because they didn't have African studies. Wow. So even though it was, it's a black university, they're still teaching, you know, the Wanzumbu mm -hmm. type of curriculum. So it's like, we gotta, what we gotta do, we gotta flush. Yeah. <laughs> we, we gotta, gotta flush, flush European culture. Flush European culture. Literally. And unlearning. From religion, all kinds of shit. Everything. 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 Religion, all that all stuff. That. Just drop all that, mm -hmm. let it go, mm -hmm. and we have to be our people. And if you find the glory, when you do the history and you're looking, you're gonna find glory in being black. You're gonna mm -hmm. find the glory. And once mm -hmm. you find that glory, you're gonna strive to bring it back. Mm -hmm. You're gonna strive to share it. Because if we all knew that we was royal and we still are, but we just have a European mind, mm -hmm. if we understand what that really is, then we would definitely be at the forefront of bringing it back. We all would be walking around here with peace, can you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Instead of talking about nigga this, nigga that, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's so. not that hard. Like I feel like we, you know, we we extend ourselves some grace, which we should, but looking at the current status of our people this is ridiculous like yeah. this is ridiculous our sisters are out here looking like drag queens yeah. you feel me like with the weaves and the eyelashes and the nails and that's that literally all comes from drag queen culture yeah. so these are men attempting to look like you that's why they need all of that and now women are wearing that and now our brothers can't tell the difference of if it's, if it's a tranny or a woman you feel me so it's not it's not hard to, to imitate a black girl, you feel me? But it's real hard to imitate a black woman. Yeah. So we need to refine our culture for ourselves. But I know that looking at my sisters as a reflection, because I, I used to do the same thing with the weaves and the whole deal, but I couldn't see myself under all of it. Yeah. I literally couldn't see myself under my 26 inches of blonde weave. Mm. And so it literally took me taking it off. You feel me? I never had hair until I had my yeah. natural hair. And let's tell the people too, all black, people stop calling locks dreads it's yes, locks it's locks we are not dreadful ain't people dreadful. ain't nothing dreadful over here word, yeah. it's a british word mm -hmm. but just to conclude everything kings and queens um we just applaud y'all for pulling up today absolutely um, just want to ask y'all before we get out of here and conclude everything right both y'all individually if you was able to talk to your 18 year old self what would you say if i was talking to my 18 year old self I would say keep going, um, keep going, and yeah, just keep going, keep going, because <clears throat> it's a lonely road, and you you know things get real, things get real as far as like which, because once you find the truth and you go outside, it's like you can't can't unsee it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I would just say just keep going. That's pretty much it. Just keep, keep going, going. Just keep going. Yeah. What about you, Queen? Um. Well, when I was 18, I had my 26 inches of blonde weave. I had my Louis bag and I had Spearies on my feet walking onto my college wow. campus. So I would tell my 18 year old self to let go of everything white. White sugar, white bread, white people, white culture. Let it go. Let it go. Let still shopping, still. We out of here, y'all. <laughs>